Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I heard some software got compromised because of a supply chain attack. Sounds like malware was delivered by boat or something. But then my sysadmin friend tells me it's no joke. What the heck is it? Confused? Don't be. Let's help you know a little more about supply chain attacks. A supply chain attack can mean a lot of things, including people drilling a hole in a warehouse or something. But in the technology world, we use the term supply chain attack to mean adding malicious code to software or hardware before it is supplied to its destination. This lets the attacker use it as a Trojan horse. You wait for the compromised admin software or the compromised network card to be installed within a company's network, then you can attack from within. Supply chains in tech usually involve multiple vendors. In hardware, uh, there's the software that gets embedded on parts or the final product. Uh, the parts may be sent to multiple packagers and assemblers where they're vulnerable before finally being shipped for warehousing and distribution. In software, multiple vendors may make components used in the software itself. Some might be open source. Some might be proprietary. There are components or dependencies, little bits of code that do one specific thing and save a lot of time and money so the developers don't have to rewrite every piece from scratch. Sometimes those even get called in automatically, like maybe a clock or a machine learning model. Even when the software is finally done, the software maker may use intermediaries to distribute the software and to handle pushing out updates. Any one of those links in the chain can be an opportunity for an attack. Supply chain attacks are conducted by sophisticated actors, often called Advanced Persistent Threats, or APT. The attackers will usually conduct surveillance on a supply chain to identify which part of it has the weakest security. You can successfully attack a large, well-secured company by compromising a piece of its software made by a smaller, less well-secured business. So attackers are going to look for things like an insecure network, unprotected server infrastructure, maybe some bad coding practices. And whatever they're going to find, they're going to exploit it to hide malware in the build or the update process in a way that's difficult to detect. The software is then released by a trusted vendor. It's signed and it's certified, but nobody realizes it contains a backdoor or some other kind of malware. 
Supply chain attacks can come in multiple flavors. Upstream attacks are the most common. That's where the attackers infect an update so that every installation that updates gets infected. Other types of supply chain attacks can include targeting the development tools. So as the developer works on the code, they unknowingly insert malware, maybe by accidentally pulling a dependency that's infected. Uh, You can target those dependencies right at the source, components of software that are frequently included in all kinds of software. And you can compromise elements of automation like cloning repositories. However it's used, supply chain attacks are efficient because the attacker just has to compromise one element, then wait for it to appear in multiple places, and then choose who to attack. Let's say a company makes a component that's used in lots of software. Maybe it's a network management component that goes into all kinds of applications from sales to HR and beyond. The attacker can just compromise that one component, which then gets into hundreds of thousands of installs across multiple parts of multiple companies. And once you're in a network, you can install more malicious software elsewhere so that even if the original piece of software is patched, the malicious attacker is already inside. There are no end of examples of supply chain attacks. The first supply chain attack demonstrated happened in 1984 by one of the creators of Unix, Ken Thompson. He did it for science. He was probing for vulnerabilities and wanted to see if he could hide a backdoor. So he built a compiler that put a backdoor in the login function. And he also compromised the compiler used to compile the compiler so that there wouldn't be any signs of tampering. One common example is to inject spyware into a firmware installation for a consumer device. This kind of attack has been carried out against multiple computer makers, including Lenovo and Asus. Another example would be to infect the software update process that happened to hard drive utility CCleaner once. Of course, the one you most likely have heard of happened to a company called SolarWinds. It offers a network monitoring tool called Orion. So attackers breached SolarWinds and managed to place malicious code in a software update for Orion. Yep, the tool used to monitor your network was compromised to let people into your network. Any company that applied the software update between March and June 2019 unknowingly installed a backdoor to their network, and that ended up being around 18,000 networks. The attackers didn't use all these backdoors, but they showed up in a lot of places that sound tempting. NASA, the U.S. Department of Defense, multiple large companies, including Microsoft, Intel, Cisco, and security firm FireEye. Another famous supply chain attack that you may not realize was a supply chain attack happened in 2017, when updates for accounting software Medoc pushed out the destructive NotPetya code. There are many more, and you haven't heard of most of them, because a successful supply chain attack doesn't attract attention. Most supply chain attackers want to keep it quiet, keep their activities at a minimum so they aren't detected. That way, some of them can even rent out their access to other malicious actors. You're going to lose that rent money if you get detected. Okay, so how do we stop them? Supply chain attacks are hard to defend against. The company that is affected is not the company that made the software. If you work in any kind of company, you know how hard it is to get people within the same company to cooperate to identify security issues. Now, multiply that by one or more vendors in a supply chain to stop supply chain attacks, and you can see the problem. Let's run through the options, though. Okay, 
probably the one that came into a lot of your heads is, well, just screen all your software. Uh, make sure that your software doesn't have any, any malicious stuff in it. And a company could and should do that. But it won't always have access to source code. And even if it does, it's not going to catch every cleverly hidden compromise. An update changes the behavior of the software by design. So it becomes hard to tell which changes are intended and which changed behaviors are not. FireEye and Microsoft both missed the malware in SolarWinds Orion at first, not because they're incompetent, but because it was that cleverly hidden. Now, a company could say, well, we're just not going to trust anybody. We're going to write all our software in-house, not going to trust any other vendors. That will likely end up with you having more security vulnerabilities of more kinds rather than less. And even if it doesn't, it's going to end up being way more costly than just following best practices to prevent supply chain attacks. One of the benefits of using multiple vendors is you gain their expertise and their security efforts at scale. So the common advice these days is to use fewer suppliers and hold them to higher standards of security and quality while tightening up your own internal network security to make it harder for malicious actors if they do get into your network. The U.S. issued an executive order in May 2001 charging NIST with setting minimum security standards for a company that wants to sell software to federal agencies. Now, that's going to cause a lot of companies to raise their standards for everybody because they want to sell to the government. So they're not going to lower the standards for other people. But companies who buy software and aren't the government also should be tailoring their own standards requirements as well. The NIST recommendations are a good template. There are two main areas of defense. Hold your vendors to a high standard to reduce the chance that you're buying software that's compromised and develop those robust internal protections that can detect and shut down compromises if and when they do get in. Among the security measures recommended for companies to protect themselves are the use of multi-factor authentication for all users and admins, uniquely identifying and authenticating each service attempting to access critical software. Don't trust something just because it's inside your network. Maintain a software inventory so you know what's actually running in your system and whether it's up to date. Encrypt your data at rest and in transit. And a lot more training, patching, monitoring, all things meant to make it harder for an attacker to move, even if they do get in your network. But of course, you also want to make it less likely they get inside your software at all. To reduce the chances that you are using a compromised piece of software, there are NIST standards for the vendors as well. So some of these are vendors must engage in threat modeling. They need to think about stuff before they design their software. Automated testing code-based analysis, running programs and test cases so you can find more bugs, check all the included libraries, all those dependencies, all the other software to make sure those aren't compromised. And, you know, when you discover a bug, fix it. Basically, you're making a vendor prove they've done everything to help stop malicious actors from infecting their software. You might be asking, like, aren't these sorts of things already common practice? And the answer is no, because they're expensive. Companies have been writing software or buying software on the cheap for decades, essentially relying on some kind of security through obscurity. Those days are gone. Auditing and certification are expensive, but as more companies demand them, the prices are going to come down and it's worth the cost. Ask the victims of NotPetya and SolarWinds. There are other movements besides NIST too. the 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Consortium for Information and Software Quality, for instance, developed ISO standards that are the software equivalent of a bill of materials, so you can see all the components that are in the software you're buying, when they were last patched, and if there are any outstanding vulnerabilities. Now, I know for those of you in the business, this is a very high-level overview of this topic. If you are in an enterprise and you need to know more, you should read the full NIST guidelines, as well as some very good recommendations from security companies like FireEye and infrastructure providers like Cloudflare and Microsoft. But I hope this helps you know a little more about supply chain attacks.